Welcome back to the Strong Fit Long Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 17. This episode, I speak about the pandemic, uh, the coronavirus pandemic from 2020 and into 2021, the lockdowns, and more importantly, what it's taught me, the, the takeaways that I've had to help me live a better life, a more fulfilled life with obviously my wife, because I speak about my marriage in the lockdown or in the coronavirus pandemic or the lockdown itself and more about what I've done to implement things since learning things the, the best the best part of the pandemic was for me learning about what I've been doing rubbish and what I've been doing pretty good and how to improve those things so I speak about those quite in depth so I hope you enjoy it I hope you can think about things for your from your own perspective and really take into account things and hopefully improve your life in some way, even if it's just a smidgen part. So thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to give me some five-star reviews um, and show me some love. Thanks very much. So welcome back to the Strong Fit Long Podcast. It's been about 10 days since the last episode. I wanted this one out a little bit earlier than I have or I'm doing right now. So apologies for that if I've been waiting for it. Um so yeah, I'm back. Second week set or second second episode in uh to hopefully what's a decent sort of start for me. Get back on the track and uh bringing you guys some some love, some info, some things that will help you now this episode really isn't isn't necessarily fitness orientated although it does come from the same principle if you will i mean it's about covid now this is a everyone talks about the coronavirus everyone talks about lockdowns and i think everyone complains a lot i mean everyone complains everyone's got something that kind of gets up their ass and they don't like I think from a big, big part of it is, is we don't know what to do with it. Because in a way, weird way, we've been given time. Or we were given time. We'll be given an abundance of time, to be fair. I mean, it's all lockdowns and things, really. The the idea of lockdowns and when the first one came in here in the UK. Now, this is all obviously based upon my own experience. I can't comment on other countries like the US or or. or anywhere else in Europe because I'm not there I'm here in the UK I put my own experience with lockdowns now for me what's really important and what I looked at after the first lockdown I spoke about this not super in depth but I have mentioned this in previous podcasts because I mean the biggest thing that happened in my life a few big things significant events have happened in my life you know people people dying um big historical events, history events, but obviously one of the, probably the biggest thing that's impacted the world at once is this, this COVID um, and the lockdowns that have been in place because of it. Now, what I did and what many people did, and for me it was, gyms were shut uh, back in the March 2020, 2020. Uh, pretty suddenly I didn't, not even a job, uh, well I, I had a job but I couldn't work. Self-employed uh, coach, personal, personal trainer, 
mainly working one on one with people in person. And for me, um, obviously the Zoom stuff, the online uh, classes as such people did. Now, they can work really well with some people, but that's just not how I roll. Um, not that I'm not open to it. I just feel like I, at the time particularly, I didn't feel like I could help people. Or or even my consciousness, I guess. I, think I couldn't consciously charge people me just to watch them exercise i mean i know i'm talking people through it but i couldn't help them do stuff and hit proper cues and verbal cues and individual cues that sort of stuff but i couldn't i couldn't my conscience wouldn't let me do that so that's why i didn't do it but i think the first the first part of lockdown and, and many people and this is most most probably yourself or at least somebody that you know has kind of felt this in a way to what I'm going to kind of express to you a little bit now. So I felt a bit worthless, pointless. Um, and I did, and part of my, my undergrad was uh, talking about, a few years ago back now, I don't use a lot of it now, but part of my undergrad was talking about the effect of depression, even the, the suicide rate in athletes who are forced to retire by injury or just retire in general. And definitely felt that same or similar uh depressiveness i'm not saying depressed but depressiveness because i felt like i wasn't worth anything right because i couldn't do anything my wife was going still working yes it was slightly altered with working around the office hours that sort of stuff but for me i just wasn't i didn't feel good anyway it didn't feel good at all and I probably for six weeks, I'm, I'm going to say moped around. I was a bit shit. Um, I got into a bad place. Not as bad as some people have. Unfortunately, there have been people around there who have really sort of um, taken upon themselves to tell lies. And that's a horrible thing to do. And I hope that everybody's got somebody they can just really open up to if they need to do those sort of things. But I didn't feel good. Felt crap just didn't do a lot um started to do some training at home as luckily i had some kit i managed to borrow some stuff from um a friend of mine just some just some upright stands uh, one of my, my uh part of the crew who i train with and i managed to do some training it kept me up to date with things until i could go back and start to use a better facility later on in the year uh which is great really, really pleased but I used that time of the first six after the first six weeks of me being being a bit shit and being a bit mopey around. So the end of April, uh, into May, when things were starting to get better for me, in my head, I sort of looked at it and this is this is the whole po- this whole podcast is really about what I learnt. What I learnt from doing crap, I guess. So what the first thing this really taught me was I had a habit and it's 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 not a bad habit, but it's something I did without realising. Basically, I'd go to the gym, I'd train a client, and I'd swing by a shop on the way home. Every single client, every single day, I would probably spend five, ten quid in the shop. Not every single client, that's a lie, to be fair. But five, ten quid a day... And it wasn't on anything decent. It wasn't on my dinner. It was just shit. I was waiting to grab crap. 
predominantly energy drinks, monsters, that sort of crap. And I just always tired, but that's because A, I wasn't drinking enough water, but that's a bit off topic a little bit. But the whole point for me for this little thing was I didn't, or I unknowingly, subconsciously, unknowingly, whatever you want to say, I just bow and spend a lot of crap load of money for, on absolute crap and didn't get anything from it. And for me, reflecting on my actions when I couldn't do that kind of sat better with me because I've learned that, for me, a big, big part of this, I've learned that actually don't go to the shop because I don't need to. Just making sure that I'm having the food in my house, drinking plenty of water, lots of fluid, and taking that with me and preparing better. Preparing the day, preparing my food, that made a big difference. Particularly now, because obviously, after the first lockdown happened, you get back into those, you try not to get back in those bad habits, or the habits you're not particularly uh, happy that you were doing, and financially, way better. I'm not spending 40, 50 quid a week on junk, and not necessarily junk food, just shit I didn't really need. But... That's the that's one of the main things. That's the first thing I looked at, and I think take what we take away from the the pandemic and lockdowns and things is super important because we can easily come out of this out of this um, and go forward into our lives. You know, when we get older, look back at it and go, "Wow, that was fucking shit. That was utter crap. Nothing in there. Really depressed. Didn't learn anything. Blah blah blah. Complain, 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 complain." Or we can look at it right now and go, okay, what can I do? What Lockham like, taught me that I was doing or not doing that since being in lockdown, when I've had more time, I felt, well, let's change all my life to change my habits to be happier, be healthier, be in a better place. So obviously I said about the financial stuff, but that's just, that's just my wallet, right? That's just one aspect. Another one I want to speak to you about this is a real simple one. Um, if you ever heard of a guy called Stan Efferding, Efferding, um, he he does um, the vertical diet, uh, also known as the world's strongest bodybuilder. Now, Stan, um, in his wisdom, he didn't cre- this isn't isn't invented anything new, but he's just implemented or uh, implemented. He certified the fact in my head. Of 10 minute walks. And he's done this. Not just the lockdown. It does in general. But for me. Being able to do this. Every day. I get up out of bed. Early as I could. Maybe have breakfast. Maybe I wouldn't have breakfast. Then I go for a 10 minute walk. At least 10 minutes. It ends up with about 15 minutes for me. Because I just do a short walk up the road and back. And every day. After about a week. I thought it felt great. My blood sugar was down. That's what it does. My digestion's up. Because that's what it does. And getting me outside of the four walls that I call home. But also that's kind of been my jail cell for, what is it now? So three, 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 what, nine months-ish? Eight, nine months? Obviously, as things ease up a bit more, I could go out and do other bits and bobs. But pretty much my, my life's been spent at home. So, realistically... The ten minute walks made me feel great, and for me, making sure 
that I implemented those things was good. And on top of that, because I wasn't really working, and the first lockdown was during the summertime, the wife came back and we'd go out for an hour, hour and a half walk, extra walk, just because it was pleasant. We did try to do a bit more in the winter time, particularly longer walks, but obviously winter's winter. It can rain, a little snow, that sort of stuff, and it's just not particularly good. And you don't want to sacrifice going out and being in the cold and getting sick or whatever, just just for having a, a bit of a walk around. But we'd always kept it in and kept doing 10-minute walks. And I'm going to be honest, I don't really do that so much nowadays, uh, but I want to back implant it back in. But I am just spending the next, the next or last few weeks really trying to um, arrange my schedule, my time, timings for clients and the work because it's just busy as you can imagine with my industry and also with other industries as well so i have to almost i will have to schedule in 10 minutes but it's only 10 minutes and that's what i have to talk to myself about and even you guys that it's not an hour it's not a big commitment it's a 10 minute walk five minutes one way five minutes the other way and i know how well that made me feel so i know it's a definite positive thing to do Helps my digestion, helps my mood, helps lower my blood sugar. And I was just feeling really good from doing one simple thing. Uh, that's another thing. So th- those two things for me, and I learned from those things. So those two things for me I learned about real simple stuff. And I'm just making sure now that I don't forget them. Because even, even that's my head in the wall. Even though we... I've done something in in the lockdowns. I've made a bit of a change, or did something that made me feel good. I can't now go back on that because I know it makes me feel good. It's the same way as if you start eating more vegetables, then you're going to f- start to feel really good, and you'll notice that. Or just drinking more water, you'll notice that. So making sure that happens and you implement that still now and continue going through that rather than just going, well, that's over now, off we go onto a back normal track is imperative because it, it makes no sense, does it really? I'm not going to stop doing something that makes me feel good just because I can't be bothered anymore. No, it's like anything else. But that kind of applies the same. If you said that same aspect of um, keeping things on and sustainability and consistency, consistently going for the walk. Ten minute, even if it's just one ten minute walk a day. Obviously, now I'm training. I'm training at the moment in time. I've got eight weeks till I have my next competition. I've got some nationals coming up, so I'm training hard for that. Just because I'm doing that doesn't mean I can't implement ten minutes every day. And I haven't done that. I'm not going to lie. But me doing this podcast, I'm going to be sort of aiming for even more now you know so i can eat my food in the morning my breakfast tomorrow morning i have teacher class tomorrow morning and then go for my walk get back go out and that's it i'll feel really good i think you got to understand that consistency i say this all the time and people get sick about thing a little bit because it is but it's super important to try and uh ingrain it into your into your heads and everybody's heads and put that into our life that it is consistency 
and taking action to build a consistency, that's what gets the results. And the result for some, you know, having eating more vegetables is you're feeling good, you're going to feel healthier, you're going to feel happier, you're going to feel uh, more energized because you've got certain more vitamins and minerals you might perhaps normally wouldn't have. A 10 minute walk where your digestion's better and you're not feeling so lethargic. Um, it can be you're having more water and doing that on a regular basis. Okay, if you miss a day, we're not drinking. Say your goal is four, four liters of water a day and one day you hit three. That's okay, but we'll try and obviously every day get better. Um, or if you're calorie counting or you're dropping body fat or even being in a surplus, then it's been doing it consistently. You're not going to get the result you want if you just do it one day of the week or just two days of the week. You're going to need to do it 70, 80, 90% of the time so you can build those habits in, put it, ingrain it back into your life now because normality is coming around here, at least in the UK. I think in the US it's pretty normal in lots of states. But normality is coming around. We want to have our life back, but we want to be better. Want to feel, want to feel better. Want to feel real good. I think that is something that lots of people perhaps haven't thought about. And just take some time. I think for right now, take some time to think about the lockdown. Did you do anything? What did you do? Maybe you need to write it down as well. Because if you think oh, I didn't do anything, then you're not going to think that. Just write down. Not every single day, of course, but we'll go back and did you call somebody you haven't called for a while? Did you speak to somebody you haven't spoke to a while for a while? Maybe you cut out alcohol as much. Maybe you drank some more. Maybe you, you know, but probably isn't the best thing. But maybe you started to do, um, uh, or picked up a little skill or started to do a little hobby. Maybe you started knitting. Maybe you started doing crochet or whatever. It's like that. And you start to really enjoyed that and it's making you feel good have you stopped if you stop then why it's because you haven't got time why you can implement time because it's for us to build that in to go okay let's gotta do this we've got to put this back into our lives because we know that's going to make us feel good it demonstrated that through the lockdown so it's not really about oh it's over now it's Let's get back to normality. Normality can be different. It can be better. It can be more engaging. It can be more more fulfilling and all those bits and bobs. And, you know, I'm not a psychologist by any by any means, but I think it's pretty uh, logical to say that if something makes you feel good or makes you feel happy, you're probably going to need to do it more. Or it's just smart to put it in your life because you want to be happy and healthy and all that sort of stuff i guess so but that's a little bit sort of i said there i can't forget a little bit to what what i've talked about but habits habits yeah what you did in lockdown kind of making notes and proper reflection because proper reflection i think people talk about reflection people don't perhaps know what it is but proper reflection is looking at what you a job if you're looking from a job perspective if you're looking from a job perspective proper reflection is reflecting back on what you've done what did you do what did you do well what could you have done better what challenges you may have faced okay, what barriers might be there be there okay that kind of proper reflection so you go back to the first lockdown what did you do well okay well i built up a habit of going for two 10 minute walks a day okay cool 
or could you have done better? Well, actually, I drank more alcohol than I perhaps would have normally done. Uh, or drank every day than I would normally drink every day. Okay, so how can you change that, make it better? What bothers you face? Well, obviously, we couldn't go out. But they're simple. that's kind of simple reflection. And you can look at those things and go, what can I do now to make it? Maybe the barrier is what's stopping you now from continuing implementing that. So if you're, so from my perspective, right, if I go reflection back on what I did, okay, implemented 10 minute walks um, into my, my my daily habit, what I did badly, I'm no longer there. What barrier is it? It's my time. So how am I going to overcome that barrier is by making time and getting up 10 minutes earlier to go for my walk. You know, getting home 10, well, I can, get home 10 minutes earlier for my walk. Or for me, again, spending money on useless rubbish. What did I do well? Didn't spend money. Obviously, you couldn't really spend money. Well, especially when you didn't have. Because I don't know about you guys, but I think the fellow scheme was really good. Don't get me wrong. Support lots of businesses, supported lots of individuals, kept them afloat with their bills and that sort of stuff. I know everyone wasn't eligible, but I hope that nobody really suffered. But I know people have. And that for self-employed people like myself, that brought out a similar scheme. But I did take a long time for it to come out, which I don't mind the first one, but I had to then wait five months for my second, for, my, for one of the, four months, five months, without any income. From my side, I'm so I'm very lucky to have to have my other half, and she worked and she paid for the bills, you know, the kept man in that in that sense. Uh, but don't tell her that because she'll think I owe her one. But I am very lucky, very grateful. Now, kind of off the whim a little bit, but yeah, the you know looking back what you did, implementing those things, and finding out what the what the barriers are because lockdown. The first lockdown was obviously the bigger one. The other two, the other ones, the one, one in November, the second lockdown was a bit of annoying. And the third one, again, was probably what needed to have happened after the first one, um, to be honest. But we're here now. I've been vaccinated. I'm very lucky to be vaccinated. Um, my wife is. So even though we're, we know it's not 100% confirmed to... Stop me from getting big bad symptoms and stuff, but I do feel good. I never had any problems with it. Uh, I don't know anyone anyone's had any problems with it. People have reacted badly to it, but that's just people with different medicines, I guess you know. Uh, but I am looking forward to the future. With all those sort of things, but I think if we if we look at the lockdown again, and we use it as an example because it's quite a nice one. Because it was forced upon us. That's a nice one. That's not the right term. But lockdown was forced upon us. We had no choice. But it was done. It was good, mandated by the government. It became law and all these things. But what it did do is give us opportunity. Opportunity to do things we wouldn't normally do with our lives. And we couldn't go and spend money on activities such as... Um... I don't know, mini golf or bowling or cinema, that sort of thing, because they weren't allowed to do. But I think what, I think some, some, some way, to a lot of people, because it kind of, I think being like the only child, but you have to be creative. Yes, you can play computer games all day. I think I did that a couple of times, but I'm not really into it. I do play a little bit of, a bit of retro, a bit of Mega Drive or Sega Genesis for you guys across the pond. 
But I don't really play computer games. It's not my thing nowadays. I enjoy it, but I'd rather do other things. But it was forced upon us. And let's use our creativity, let's use our mind to do something with our life. So we didn't weren't just sat there watching endless TV, which I'm sure most people a lot of people did and I know I did for the first part of the first lockdown and um some of the some of this last one just happened because after I I mean I I think my mum out of her house um and I've had a bit of decorating and that sort of stuff and a lot of people I guess have had that opportunity to decorate. So and you know, push up my DIY skills so just waiting for some stuff to happen in the house still. Uh, and then we're going to start doing some more of it. But that's my house. You don't need to know about all that sort of stuff. But this is a bit of a short podcast today. Cause it's going to be half an hour long. So it just needs to be... I think more people need to understand that the lockdown has a good part of it. Obviously, it was forced upon us and... Not everybody wanted to do so, and everyone's got an opinion on it, really, but that's fine. This isn't about the opinion of the lockdown. This is about lessons you learnt, not from what you necessarily... It's not even what you actually did in lockdown, but what you learnt from having a lockdown. For not being able to do certain things. What could you do with your day? Are you happy with yourself? What can you do with yourself to um, make your life better? Did you miss something? Did you not miss something? So for me, I didn't miss not going to the shop and spending a couple of money on absolute rubbish. So again, for me, financially, that's better off because now I'm saving a lot more money. And actually, I mean, I'm an age now. I'm getting old. I say this to people and they, and they tell me off, but I'm 32 this year. I'm at the age of my, part of my life where actually I need to start thinking about the future and I have started doing that. So by the time I get to retirement age, I should have, oh, I should be a millionaire. I should hope. Well, no, I won't. But it'd be lovely if I was. Then I can do what I want to. But I do. I want. I want. I want to do what I want to now. And I'm mean, going to track a bit. Maybe I'll talk about that with you guys one day. Maybe. Maybe get of interest. But learning from the lockdown, learning from the fact that our life can all of a sudden be impacted by one thing that causes what we know as normality to halt and stop. And I think the end of the first lockdown taught me more in the la- in not all my life, but taught me a lot about myself in that last couple of months than I've learnt in the last couple of years. And it's yes, it was forced upon us. I've said that a few times now, I know. But it was forced upon us. But for me, I, I learnt a lot about myself. Um, how much a gym knows meant to me but it's not to the gym it's about socialising so seeing people in, in person last weekend I went down to see my brother my nephew I mean he's 18 months old I think ish maybe older than that to be fair but just that interaction with family and maybe it's taught you that you missed your mum missed your dad that you missed certain people that some people are super important in your life and keep you sane uh, maybe it's appreciative being appreciative of things that, of something that some people do. So in my case, I'm super appreciative of what my half did for us, keeping us fed, keeping me well fed, buying all the food that I needed. Um, 
and keeping a roof over our heads with the with the money she sort of brought in, and still, not still doing it now, but she's still working. She's still putting money in the right places. She's not stopped doing that. It's not like it's, um, all of a sudden now it's over. Now I'm working. I do it all. It's she's doing her half, and I'm doing my half. That's just how life works. But yeah, think about those things, and how we're going to implement those in the future. Obviously, I'm going to continue paying my my half of the bills and stuff in the house for that but how am I going to make sure I see my nephew more what am I going to do to to do that maybe you've missed your mum maybe you need to get on the phone with her more maybe in the lockdown that you did get on the phone with your with your mum or your parents or had a little quick chat I've got friends all over the country so I like to travel to see them where I possibly can but it showed me that a phone call is just as much possible and a proper interaction is obviously amazing, but if I miss them, I can call them, and vice versa. And you can be there for somebody who who needs you, um, in different ways. So you probably learn in in those conversations. If you've had those conversations, you've probably learned something about yourself, of course, but also about the other person. They might not have already told you or. Maybe things they've done or haven't done or want to do. Maybe you started a business. I know plenty of people have started businesses during, during the COVID and the business is going well. Also know people who business went under. So that's obviously a, a shitty thing. But I, I don't know. I think I think it's about positive thinking. You know, uh, it's very easy to sprout off. Oh, be positive, be positive. Because I think most people are positive in general until something kind of happens, you know. Um, someone pisses them off, a horrible thing happens to a family member, or maybe you lose the job, or whatever it's going to be. I think a lot of people, um, are in that sort of position. But a lot of things happen in the world over the, the COVID, period, and thinking about what you can take away. I think it's going to be important, particularly not in just mental health. I mean, like I said, like I said a minute ago or a few minutes ago how important the gym is to me but that's more about me achieving something maybe I'm missing more weights maybe I'm the next repetition maybe hit some more sets it's many wins many goals and for me that's works really really well for my mental health for me staying strong me staying fit because running because running's boring I mean if you like running great but just running for the sake of running is fucking it's mind-boggling to me how someone can enjoy doing that don't get me wrong fitness is great get on airdyne bikes all that conditioning work circuit uh, circuit training is awesome and you know playing sport is fun because you don't realize you're doing that stuff because you're just playing the game uh which for me rugby i miss playing rugby that's the sport's been not decimated by covid but obviously unless you're playing professional rugby you don't really haven't played games at all so i think finding something that something positive out of a shit situation is, is a big skill to have and I think it's going to be really really good if you can look it back in the COVID period the lockdowns and try and take a couple of even if just one have a, that's a good point try that try looking back and take one positive from it or one thing you think actually I could have done this or I can do this now that I wanted to do um, I just got to take action and it's planning a little bit but then it's also just doing just do something, do what you want to do, 
maybe it's going to start going to the gym. Maybe we want, all we want to do is go in, uh, go to the gym, and start doing some bodyweight squats. And start doing, being in an environment you're uncomfortable with being. Start getting comfortable being uncomfortable because that's kind of part of life as well. Because you're not going to be comfortable in every single part of it, but that I think. So when when you're fifty years fifty years from here, when you're ninety years old, eighty years old, whatever, or you look back and say, "Oh, that was really fucking shit," or you can say, "Well, that was really crap," but I learned this, I did that, I learned from it by this, and you can pass that wisdom down because it's going to be stories. I love stories. I like stories about everything. I mean, I know a policeman that uh, a retired policeman, I used to work in the supermarkets and retail. And he was a policeman for 35 years. And he said, oh, the stories I could tell you about this, that, and the other. I can't really tell names, but... And I could listen to what he says about... Just general speaking, couldn't say certain things, but just listening to stories he had from back in the 80s when he was a copper. And it was just wicked to see and hear what people have done, different generations. I mean, I'm very lucky to have uh, Becky's... My wife, that is, her, her grandfather. Um, he is ninety. I think it's right. So this year, ninety six. This year, uh, he fought in the Second World War, and he's a very interesting man to listen to. He's a very funny man with some things he says, um, not on purpose, but you know, it's a funny, funny thing. But he is, you know, I know someone from that era, and I can listen to him firsthand about what it was like during that time in the war. Um, he has some good stories, some funny ones, some ones I don't quite understand, uh, but historical ones. And when in that age and having those stories, you can look back on and reflect on it. And I think I guarantee from every story he tells me, he learned something, whether it's something silly, whether it's something real serious, whether something's taken away and, and it's kept stayed with him for ages. Guarantee you that he learned something from every one of those stories, and that's and. The, the lockdown is a story to tell your children, your grandchildren, people who haven't experienced it. I mean, I had a nephew born during the COVID period. Um, I've got nephews who have obviously lived through it, but there were most of them one and two. don't remember. don't remember not seeing me for six months, eight months, nine months, best part of a year. But, you know, for me... I miss this out to be fair, it's pretty significant. But for me, one of the biggest part of um I don't know how I miss this out of COVID what I look back on is is actually getting married. So we were a quick outlook of it, we were six days away from getting married before the first lockdown hit. Then we were in talks and liaisons with our venue and our coordinator for a while and sort of the bits and bobs out, make some changes. We picked a date and we're Luckily now, looking back on that, it was the best thing we did. It was always having a small wedding anyway, and we actually got married. Now, I have now have an amazing, beautiful wife. And she has your truly, which I would say that she perhaps won, but maybe I won. But maybe you'll win. But don't tell her. I, I'm nice, I promise. But for me, that was a good thing, and... Looking back on that now, I know people have had to delay their weddings multiple times and 
we've done that now. We're, we're married, we're husband and wife. We've done those things, really happy time. We had a little bit of time away from the hectic world that it was or is what it is right now. But ultimately, we are back to where we are, you know. And I think from that particular experience, what I've learned is sometimes delaying isn't always the right thing. Weigh up all the options. Uh, we were very lucky in the day. It was a beautiful day as well in September. And awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So that's the big, big part. But I'm going to leave you with that, I think, because... I can ramble on about this all the time. No one wants to hear me talk. And to be fair, I've just talked. <laughs> I've just kind of talked a lot. Um, but this is something that's a bit serious, I guess. But I think it is a serious issue. And I think I think it helps a lot of people. And I hope it really helps you think about the lockdowns and the COVID and that sort of stuff. Because, yes, it's crap. Many people have died. Millions of people have died. In the world, thousands of people have died. Hundreds of thousands of people have died in this UK, in the UK. So, it is horrible, horrible, horrible. But everything has a silver lining in some way. So for me, it was the wedding, learning how much money I was spending on utter cramp, and the habits I'd started to input in my in my life that made me feel really good, made me feel happy. Those are three three simple things that I found. During that time, that Australia married again to get divorced, but I could look back on those, reflect on those, and go, okay, that made me feel good, made me feel happy, and I. So, what I can, how can I implement that now? And I know that I've implemented the not spending money on shit stuff because I don't go to the shop. I make sure I spend, put into plan, made a plan, and put that plan into action. Where I'm just making sure all the food I'm going to eat is in the house and not in the shop. Obviously, I'll buy it first. Um, and looking at now, how can I implement my 10 minute walks, even just once a day? For 10 minutes is nothing. You can do it at daytime, you can do it at nighttime, whatever. So, I'm going to leave it with that. I really hope you've enjoyed the episode. I st- I, it felt like a bit of a ramble today, but I, I think that look back on it yourself, look at it with some proper reflection. What you did, what you could have done, what could have done better, any barriers that are in your way now of making that good feeling happen now and trying to address those, taking the action against that. So I hope that's good for you guys and um I I miss you all. Uh leave us some reviews, uh hopefully five stars, give me some comments, all that sort of stuff and um I'll hopefully get another recording done for you guys in five or six days. And you can listen to some awesomeness from yours truly. I hope it's awesomeness at least. So uh, thank you very much. Enjoy your well this weekend. I guess it's coming up as of the next few hours. So take care. Goodbye. So thank you for listening to episode 17 of the Strong Fit Long podcast. Uh, I hope you can really relate to some of the things that I've uh, mentioned in this episode about lockdowns. And as said, I hope I hadn't rambled too much and you could hear some really good, interesting stuff that you can implement into your own life to take away. Um, as always, please leave me some reviews, only if it's five star, of course. Uh, answer any questions and hopefully I can go through those at some point and answer some questions. Thank you very much. Enjoy your weekend.